should I give my traditional sigh? <laughs> it's my sigh sigh. I don't know. Now that now that you feel like a winner, <sighs> you need a new intro? No. No. Well, <laughs> if the, you know what fucking sucks right now? Tell me this, what sucks the for, day after for, for you and me. For you and me, this is probably like the biggest win in a couple of years, maybe even in the Campbell tenure. I mean, you you could you could debate the Fiesta Bowl, you could debate Oklahoma, any of the Oklahomas and whatnot, maybe that Texas game. I'd have to do some soul searching before I agreed yeah. to that, but I'll go along with the premise. It, and the next day it's ruined because Scott Frost gets fired. Now everybody, now all anybody can talk about is Matt Campbell leaving for Nebraska. No, that's your answer. Is he gonna leave for Nebraska? No, you know he's not it, fucking going to Nebraska. The the ink hasn't even dried yet on that Big Ten TV deal, and Nebraska's already going to JG Wentworth or whatever uh, the cash advance place. Checking to cash, <laughs> like it's my money and I need it now, so I can mm-hmm. hire another coach. They couldn't wait two fucking weeks or a three or four weeks, whatever. They couldn't wait till they lost to Indiana to fire him. Well, maybe this new they, guy they paid an extra seven point. That's how that's desperate right there. But guess what? You ain't getting Matt Campbell. You ain't getting shit. You want to know why? Because they, they for a team that goes three and nine, three and nine, three, like perennially now they have a problem and the, pro- the problem that they have is they they have the boosters that texas does but they're in a lot worse shape yeah and they do not have the fertile recruiting ground well and they're not going to nab anybody who's already currently employed until after the season's over anyways so i that's what i wasn't understanding real talk though you know who i think they're going to go get and i hope they go get Lance Leipold. Lance Leipold. Oh, well, I want them to keep. I want. I want them to get Brian Ferentz. I want that man to stay employed for as long as he possibly can. Because <laughs> holy shit, his offense. Like, we'll talk about our game in a little bit. Their offense is garbage. <laughs> Their offense is terrible. I like I don't know how to analyze how our defense did in this game. I haven't watched it over yet. I yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Kansas just because because Kansas beat West Virginia yesterday. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it'd be yeah. Well, there's a coaching change coming. I didn't think Kansas would be the team to help do it, but yeah, I don't think we'll play Neil Brown this year. No. No, I don't I think, think they, we'll, and, we'll and they've got Brown. Virginia Tech next this coming weekend. I think. Well, Virginia Tech's nothing special in either. No, so, and then no. then Texas, who's licking their wounds, they they got them the week after. I want to say. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There was all the kinds way. of good games, and there's a lot of upsets. But guess what? We won our game. Yeah, at least ours went chalk. When when we well, I don't think it went chalk. But when we uh, because <laughs> Iowa was still favored. Yeah, well, there's dumb money out there. 
Yeah. But Whenever the, people the, quote betting lines, it's like, you know, there is such a thing as just dumb money. I don't know how to analyze this game, especially on Iowa State's defensive side, because their offense was so bad. Their offense was so bad. I mean, how, how do you, like, look at a play and know if our guys did the right – well, you know how, if they were in position, but you don't really know how good they were because those passes were so fucking bad. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have a wide receiver catch a pass until, like, the fourth quarter. I remember seeing a play um... – Petrus threw towards the sideline and it looked like one of our corners was jumping the route. And I remember screaming, thinking that we're going to take a pick six right now. And the ball mm-hmm. flew over everybody's heads. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like if the ball would have been on its mark, he would have been on his horse and riding, but no, instead he threw it into section five. D- yeah. How do you put that? How, like, how do you put that guy still out there? How do you put that? How do you trot that guy out there? I I do like it takes a lot for me to feel bad about an Iowa Hawkeye. I do feel I feel like they need to set him on the bench for the next game just to prove that the next guy is going to struggle just as badly. But at least Spencer Petrus doesn't go the rest of his adult life with Iowa fans chirping shit at his email (laughs) inbox while he's trying to sell insurance in some neighboring community. I mean, he might be the worst Iowa starting quarterback since Hayden Fry got there. I'm just, what I'm getting at though is it's not all his fault. Like, it's, no, it's, no, it's the coach's fault for one not having anybody better, and two trotting him out there when he can't do anything. Yeah. I mean, you at least got to try somebody else to either show, hey, look how bad this guy is, or somebody can bring in some juice. Anyway, I'm glad they played him the whole damn game. Oh. Yeah, well, it went the way I was planning as far as their offense was concerned. They were their offense, they can't do anything. But you want I'll say their defense for people saying that they're pretty good. Yeah. We for us, we yeah. broke them. I, I think we broke them. It could have been a route had it mm-hmm. not been for us sputtering at the goal line. I think three we times. Had, what I'll say is I think we had five turnovers in that game i count punt blocks as turnovers because they give you the field position advantage that a turnover does Mm -hmm. like you're not you're not punching it 50 yards you're punting it 10 yards and i that's kind of how i i view those so we had five turnovers against iowa and still beat them i mean if you would have told me If you would have told me last week, oh, you're going to have five turnovers this game, I would have been like, fuck it. I'm not watching. I'm locking myself in the closet. You know, <laughs> so, so we, we might as well. Let's just start from the beginning. So sure. what do sure. we do? We uh, <laughs> Leading into the game, we were saying, please, for the love of God, let us get the ball first so that Absolutely. we can march down the field and at least pin Iowa deep because we know mm-hmm. their offense is garbage. And so what do we do? We get the ball first. Fantastic. All right. So <laughs> what do we do with it? Go three and out. And then our punt gets blocked. <laughs> Just like cue it up. Like it's never like, oh man, I, I was in a dark spot in the beginning of the game. And then of course our defense just 
let them in, I want to say, in less than three plays. Oh, yeah. Right down oh, yeah. our throats. We were, we were two and a half minutes into the game, and we had already had the ball. We were two and a half minutes into the game, and they scored. I was like, oh, this is exactly how this is going to go. Right. And now we're going to be now we're going to be trying to get it down the field and score quick because we know we probably need to be ahead in order to win this in order because something stupid's going to happen and then we just yeah, I thought we were just going to keep making mistakes and that'd be it. Well, I mean, it, it we set, we settled in after that. Yeah. How how can you possibly think otherwise? How can you possibly think otherwise knowing this game? This game is so dumb. I, I, was, I was a little nervous, a little nervous on how that started out. And and I don't know what kind of I, I don't know what Iowa does on special teams because this year isn't some fluke from normal years or by any means. Mm-hmm. They're always getting in there, getting their hands on field goals and punts. And why is it that we're not able to put anyone under pressure Simo, did we ever pressure their punter i don't think so maybe we did once i don't remember no. it doesn't matter I, I think we got close but mm, whatever i mean but, i i've never seen another team like this i've never seen another team get so close to blocking punts and blocking every punts. time every fucking time i mean we almost had an at the very end of the game we almost had another punt blocked mm-hmm we almost had enough. We almost had three block punts in a game. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and they were good punts when we got them off. Good punts. Well, uh, you, you you think about how this game could have been. Ugh. And I know I'm already mentally preparing myself for the Hawkeye fan that I'm going to come across at some point in the week. Tell me how the refs gifted us the win. If if we wouldn't have gotten that uh, roughing or uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, shit, I'm blanking. When they when they hit Deckers right before he went out of bounds on our on our oh, uh, touchdown game winning drive. I've seen so many. If, if they wouldn't have thrown that, that flag, da, 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 that's what gave you guys the, that's what gave you guys the game. This one play. Out of a whole game worth of fucked up calls. Yo, they, like seriously, they're first of all, they're gonna call that every time. They're gonna call that every time, any stadium, every time. If your guy is getting out of bounds with another player, there's really no other way to have happen. And a third guy and another guy comes in, mm-hmm. another defender comes in and just pushes your quarterback especially yeah i think i think the fact that it was the quarterback is probably what tipped it over the scale the the court yeah and the other thing that tipped it over the scale is because at kinnick there's shit two yards out of bounds there's medical tables and benches and shit you don't have that at jack trice that stuff is all 15 yards out of bounds yeah we we have we have blackout instead that's another well that's another <laughs> anyway well, that's another thing though is if you like the player can say oh there's fucking shit right there i'm gonna push him into that it's mm-hmm. not the only cheap shot that happened all game i mean they're refs are gonna call that every time because it's endangering players they need to they, their job is to keep the game under control well i guess what i was what i was the big point i was meaning to get out of that 
was before I sent us off the rails was how many times did we find a way to not put up points oh. inside the five yard line or ten, certainly the 10 yard line. You've got Jirel fumbling it, trying to leap over the goal line. When later in the game, I see us making one hell of a push on a quarterback draw. Multiple. No, under center. Under center. Yeah. Where where were we? Why QB were we sneak. doing that? Yeah, we did QB that. Sneak. We did that when we on the the first play of the ninety nine yard fuck you drive. We we went under we went under center and did a QB sneak mm-hmm. and got like two yards. <laughs> yeah, could have been could have done that. Could have uh, done that. That wouldn't happen. The yeah. pick that we threw on second down, I want to say the next time down the field, that we were down there, like this Just could have easily been a ten to twenty-one point advantage that I think. Oh we yeah, had. oh yeah. Third one, we yeah. of course got that chip shot of a field goal out of the thing, so we did get points out of it, game-winning points out of it. But mm-hmm. woulda, shoulda, coulda, on uh, on our drives, but that's all right. Good you guys what, came my, out on top. It wasn't going to be pretty. You knew it wasn't going to be pretty playing Iowa. My favorite thing. So I was sitting next to Kevin the whole game. My favorite thing about this about this game was at the end, you're still mad. I'm sitting there. I'm all happy. Like, we finally beat this fucking team. I was in college the last time we beat this team. And <laughs> there's been, like, we there's were- been, yeah. It's been it's crazy. It's eight years ago, we, and I'm giddy and I'm happy, and you're over there going, "This is bullshit." I'm like, "The game's over. We won." <laughs> we were so much better than them. Oh, we are. We were. That's why I tweeted. I we like, were we so much better, better than them, and came down to a field goal. That don't matter. Almost sent it into overtime. We here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'd make. I'd kind of argue we were the better team last year. We were the better team in 2019. I know. That's what was flashing through my memory was just all this bullshit. We're always almost and we almost allowed it again. Mm -hmm. Like how we didn't allow them to come back and tie the ball game. I don't know. We probably in in a parallel universe, we probably did. Yeah. Like ever since ever since 2018, we've been the better team. Like in 2018, Kyle Kemp goes hurt, gets hurt. And then we bring out Zeb Nolan and can't really do anything. Mm hmm. But, like, 2019, we were the better team. 2021, we were definitely the better team. We just had – we just started in our own ass for for most of the game. Yeah. What was this that I saw here? Let me pull it up. I saved it. Here we go. Iowa State's first quarter drive that started on the Iowa 49 was our first plus territory drive to begin against Iowa since 2014. Is that after the the Petrus fumble and that must have Will been McDonald fumble. picks it up? Yep. Yeah. I mean, the first time in almost a decade. <laughs> I mean, right right when that fumble happened, I'm like, we're gonna win this game. Finally, this cursed game where I mean, we can't even force a fumble or we can't even force an, like a turnover since like. 2015 or whatever it was some stupid stupid stat where we can't do anything against them and finally we force a fumble right when that happened and right when Petrus threw a pick I was like that's it we're gonna win we're gonna win I don't I don't care because finally the curse is broken you know it was you know I had fun watching was uh T 
TJ Tampa tipped mm-hmm. that ball that Reader ended up picking off. Yep. So seeing seeing him get involved in that one, and I swear I, I was reading some article, and they had I think Gary Vaughn maybe giving credit for forcing yeah. the fumble on the goal line. He was. I thought it was TJ Tampa that was ripping it. You no, know, Gary Vaughn caused the Pet- Petrus fumble. I think. Well, no, Tampa. no, I'm talking about the Potter bomb fumble. Oh, okay. I think. That, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that that was TJ. That's what I thought too. Like two times, that guy's sniffing in there, just causing havoc. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's what I've realized about yesterday's game, and now we we may be kind of giving a lot of credit to a unit that didn't really have that hard of a day because the defense really didn't have that hard of a day. Um, but they look, they all look really good. And even the offense, like the offensive line was bowling around their defensive line. Yeah. How many times can you say that in an Iowa, Iowa state matchup? Good night. I mean, usually it's day. <laughs> <laughs> the Hawkeyes, usually they, like, push us around and bully us around and dictate what happens. J- Jirel solidified his role as the number one back. Yes, he, he was damn good. He was damn good. Xavier Hutchinson was damn good. There's really – like, this is kind of the – it's kind of hard to talk about, like, oh, where do we need to improve? Because everybody – like, we had five turnovers, but everybody looked really good. Maybe where we need to improve is figuring out, like, hey, Deckers, don't throw a five-yard out across the field. <laughs> it's going to be picked. Yeah. It's going to be picked. That was the that, that was one that the ball that, to Was that the ball to Jalen? That was the ball to Jalen. And I no, think that was, was that? a miscommunication, but it was still, yeah. still a bad throw. Do yeah. not throw that, please. That's going to be picked, and it's, it's especially going to be picked against the Iowa Hawkeyes. They're going to pick that all day and all night. They, they can sniff those things out. They're going to sniff that out. He was right there waiting. Hunter Deck is great. That's the one thing that he needs to clean up is like, hey, don't throw that. That bass might work in high school. That's not going to work. In, that's not going to work here. It's not going to work in the NFL. They're going to sniff that out and take that to the house. And Baylor will take that to the house. They lost yesterday, so they're not feeling too feeling too great. Yeah. No. I. I don't I, even. I don't have a clue how good BYU is, but I. They, I they're ranked. They look pretty good. I, I watched that game. That game was on till like fucking two in the morning. That game, man. After that game, I was like, I'm exhausted. I need to go to sleep. Yeah, we drove but, we we drove home and I think I went straight to bed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear much from you, but the uh, that BYU game went into overtime. I don't BYU's quarterback is one of those where it's like, okay, he throws some really good passes, he throws a beautiful ball, but I just can't tell if he's like cognitively like mentally like a really good quarterback. If he makes really good decisions and has good vision and an awareness and whatever, I just can't tell. I know that they had a couple receivers out yesterday. I don't think they were not up to like full where they should be. I can't tell how good they are. I think that we're better than them though. 
And I think that we should beat Baylor when they come to our house. When do they announce that, that game time? Is that going to be this week? Sometime this that, week? I'm guessing that that would be this week. Yeah. Because that game needs to be a night game, man. I hope it's not big noon. I hope it's not big noon. No. Please don't be big no. noon. Let's do big noon when we're on the road. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it when we're at Texas. But <laughs> Exactly. Because I know they hate big noon. <laughs> well, that's Oklahoma. They, they hate big noon, too. I, I would but, take, yeah, I would take uh, big noon at home when Oklahoma comes to town. This game's hard to talk about, like the the Cyhawk game. I'm I'm super happy about it. You, you're a... you're not happy about it, but you're you're happy we won. I'm glad we uh, won. I just I know we left points on the board, and I know we could have rubbed their nose in it, and we didn't. And I think that's the part that during the game, my worry was that we're not taking advantage of these opportunities. It's going to come back in some bullshit way mm-hmm. to bite us, and it almost did come to fruition there yeah and that's that's why i was like i, I think by over. The, i think by <laughs> yeah. i think by the middle of the week you'll kind of be like hey we won you'll call me you'll call me on wednesday and be like if i only saw again we won fuck the hawks let's go i think you're still kind of like because uh, everybody's shaking in their boots the entire game they're freaking out i don't think we didn't have the we didn't have the moment of ecstasy of like, we're going to fucking win. Yeah. We won. Like, if we kick a game winning field goal, I think we're going crazy, going, hell yeah, we, we won. Or if like a game winning touchdown, I mean, the game winning touchdown came like 10, like 10 minutes left in the game still. Yeah. So I, I don't think we had that moment of, because in that offered, zero relief to me. I was like, they still got time. They still got time. And you know, you know what I, I did like the, just thinking of I, random moments of the game are just popping in my head. So sorry mm. to anyone who's listening. There's no flow to this at all. It's just that's fine. <laughs> going into halftime, we'd been marching down their throats and mm-hmm. stalling out at the goal line. How many times by this point? Iowa has the ball with, I want to say, maybe two minutes to go. And they <laughs> and and they try to do some run right up the middle, waste some clock immediately. Thank you, Matt Campbell. Calls a timeout after we stuff them at the, at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Make that bullshit offense prove it against you. When you know your defense is better than the opponent's offense, I, that's what I like seeing. And sometimes I feel like we're – all too happy to allow the game to just roll into halftime. Not yesterday. Yeah. And, and so we'll see. I, I'd like to see him be aggressive like that in other games. Now watch, it's going to bite us and everybody can say whatever they want to me. But I think we're going to, I think we're going to like barely win the Ohio game. <laughs> well, I think it's going wonder... to be a lot like that. It's going to be a lot like that Akron game in 2018 where we're like, why the fuck are we beating this team? And yeah, I can see that I, though. But how, how many yeah. guys are we going to try and give a rest to and that sort of yeah. thing before you got Baylor coming? Yeah. And we have a couple guys out. Um, we got a couple guys dinged up yesterday. So I think that Ohio isn't anything special, but 
still like yeah we got scholarship athletes we're still we're still we're still the much better team this is not old old matt campbell teams or old paul Rhodes teams where if you don't trot out your top 22 you're still gonna you'll get beat Mm -hmm. uh let me look up what they did yesterday the ohio bobcats i think they played penn state let me take a look here uh yeah they did and they got throttled Penn State, yeah, forty-six to ten, which I think if we if we come away with like a twenty-four to ten win, I wouldn't be surprised. No, that I think by me. The good thing, the good thing about this That's now, what the Iowa score should have been. Well, yeah, the good thing about this now, <laughs> ten is being generous for that fucking team. Well, yeah, the good thing about this now is we can just go. All right, boys. Line them up. O-line, push them around. Gyrell, here's the fucking rock. Go win the game. Like, before, you're always kind of, is our offensive line already good enough? I don't know. The offensive line now, I can can trust, be like, put on your chin straps, boys. Let's go to war. Get get Eli in the end zone maybe this time. Yeah. I mean, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Gyrell's the starter, obviously. Gyre- yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Yeah, Gyrell is on a different level, and probably even on a different level than Cartavius too. Cartavius is not going to play this game. They're going to keep him out. They, yeah, they got to get ready for Baylor. Right when Baylor comes, to- I'm not. I'm not thrilled about Baylor. I don't think they're running backs or anything. They they stopped. If you if you have didn't watch the game, here's a little preview. They they stopped giving the ball to Blake Shapin. They stopped letting him throw it. So they made a terrible mistake getting uh, Gary Bohannon or Jerry Bohannon or whoever. They made a terrible mistake forcing him out. Blake Shapin was by – like, he, he he couldn't throw yesterday. He was terrible. Let me look at what his quarterback rating was. But they went into overtime, and they only handed off the ball. They like they and their running backs aren't anything special either. Is Bohannon still on their roster? No, he left. I can't. I think he went to like UCF or something. No, USF. It's one of those Florida schools. Part of me was worried that they were going to just like trot him out for the Iowa State game just so that he could gash us on some read option bullshit. Yeah, so Blake Shapin went 18 for 28, not terrible, for 137 yards, 4.9 yards average, and um, one touchdown, a quarterback rating of 35. It's not great. It's not great. Let me (laughs) – like, the other quarterback threw for almost 300. So that's a good – that's a comparison for you. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Gary Bohannon, uh, he didn't do too well either yesterday. So, I think I think that the Baylor game – I let's do this. I think that the Baylor game, we're going to win that depending on – well, depending on what time it is, depending who we have back. I think we're going to win that game. How, do, how are you feeling about your predictions for the rest of the season? Um, now that we beat Iowa, <laughs> well, so far I'm still right. So far we're still right. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. Uh, I, so Texas has me a little more nervous than they did before. Mm. I, I'm still feeling good about it, though, because let, let's face it, Texas just plays up for the, the big games that they, they all want to care about, and then the rest of the schedule catches up with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they they always play the Red River rivalry hard, and yep. then they then they look like dog crap against us. And the, and that's right before we play them. And who uh-huh. knows? I guess who knows what Ewers has for an injury? There was there was a hell of a difference in what that playbook looked like when he was slinging it. And I'm sure Alabama's defensive change they, they had to have made some uh, adjustments. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't think Hudson Pond looked all that bad. I don't think he looked all that bad. Well, you, you didn't see Worthy getting those deep shots anymore, was what no. I was getting at. No. No, you did not. So, I, uh, yeah, at, the, at this point, granted, that's about the only other Big 12 game I've watched so far this season mm. is the mm-hmm. Texas game against Alabama. I tried to watch some of BYU and uh, Baylor today, and I couldn't get myself into it. That's good. Let me look so, up. Yeah, we might as well still be 11 and 1. Might as well. I mean, we won <laughs> one of the – seriously, like we won one of the hardest games on our schedule. We always know that the Iowa game, no matter who's ranked what in our conference, we always – if Iowa has, is worse than they were this year, we know that that game is going to be the hardest game – one of the hardest games on our schedule. We know it. Because it's stupid. And we came out with a victory this year. Um, Kansas State beat up on a terrible Missouri team. That team is garbage. That team, man, they were terrible. They had one, they threw three picks in a row. So I'm not, (laughs) I'm waiting to see on Kansas State because they haven't played anybody. And Texas Tech beat a Houston team in double overtime. I really don't like them having Donovan Smith out there. He scares me, but they're coming to our house this year. So them going to double overtime with a Houston team. Mm. Anyway. And Tech's later on in the season, too. Yeah, they're later on in the season. They And they hate the cold. They hate the cold. Well, especially and when they're that's losing. That's a real deal. That, that seems to bother them more when they're not winning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with them this season. I, yeah. I think that that's still a dub for us. The, Kansas State, I'm still waiting to see with them. I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they're not. The league's such a crap shot right now. So I think <laughs> you really won't know until probably, what, we'll say week five. By then, everybody's got a couple of conference games under their belt. I mean, Oklahoma was it was seven to three against Kent State at halftime. And then they came out and made them their whipping boy in the third. But, like, I don't know. Are they? And that's they just the test to start. depth probably as much as anything. What's that? That's probably just down to depth as much as anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, I jury's still out on them. Oklahoma State, it took them a while to get going against Arizona State. I mean, TCU played Tarleton. And Kansas beat West Virginia. So I did the, the Big 12 is wide open right now for anybody to take it. I think that probably the best teams in the league are still us, Texas, and maybe Oklahoma. 
I don't think I, I have not been impressed with Oklahoma State. Their defense has really gone down. Um, Baylor, I, I haven't been impressed with them. I mean, they played an Albany team that nobody cares about, and then they lost to BYU. Now BYU was rocking, but still, that should be a game. That should be a game that they go on the road and win if they are a top ten team, which they right. were. Well, they had the number. They had the number by their name, at least. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. They were number nine in the country. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. They were really high up there. Now yeah. they're not. They they went down today. Well, shit, we're going to be top fifteen if we beat them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. thinking as, as many upsets and everything there was. There's got. <laughs> there's only well, so many two and O teams. We we only got four votes today. So. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see where we go. We have to beat Ohio, and then other people will fall out. Other people will do whatever, and then we'll get more and more votes. And by the time we play Baylor, once we beat Baylor, we'll be ranked. And I think when we play Baylor, they'll probably be number fifteen or something. Who knows? But once we beat them, we'll probably be twenty-one. And then, then it's all how much can we win from then on? I think we'll beat Kansas. I. They beat a West Virginia team that hates their coach. I think we'll beat Kansas State just because it's at home, and I don't. I don't think they're any good. <laughs> I. I. Well, I don't think that Adrian Martinez is any good. But anyway, right. yeah. Hey, let's let's talk about real sure. quick jumping because we are reacting to the Iowa. Game. Let's do it. The, the man's drive. So the man's drive. you tell start, me that. starting with that fumble on the goal line it was a fumble right he did not cross the goal line he did not i didn't think so either and no. sometimes i get myself caught in some jaded opinion you know and yeah you you, you you're worrying about you're you're still complaining that you don't know if he actually fumbled or got a touchdown and we're already at the 50 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and you're compl- you're complaining as to why we pro- that guy scored a touchdown. And I'm like, which team are you rooting for? Come on. Well, I was in a spot. So, <laughs> so we. You're trying to find a re- reason why we shouldn't win that game anyway. We get this ball, rip it right out of their souls on the half yard line. Mm-hmm. That whole stadium oh. knew all they had to do was punch it in, and they knew deep down. They didn't deserve to be on that field with us, but they were going to steal another one so they could rub our noses in it. That yep. was, they were six inches away from being able to just say, fuck you, Iowa State, little brother. Mm-hmm. And, and we snatched that bitch right out from under them. <laughs> and like 11 men playing with children, ran it right down their throats. What we take 15 minutes, it felt like an eternity. Marching down that field, I think we stole a quarter and a half. It was probably an entire game's worth of time. Just methodically taking it from them. Just we played, we we pulled an Iowa on Iowa. That is a 20 something play drive. I'll should, tell it to you. I don't even need to look. I don't we even need make to make a t-shirt 20, out of that and just 20, 21 plays, 99 yards, 11 minutes and four, 49 seconds. 
I kind of want to check how much time of like real time, including all the commercials and all that. That it actually like, took out of someone's life. That it actually took out of someone's life. How how long did Iowa State have that ball? And were the people in the stadium just had to watch us go up the field slowly but surely, just crawling up the field in a fashion that they would have they would they're praying to the gods that i mean we showed brian ference what his father wants him to be Mm -hmm. and cap it off with a toss to xavier hutchinson where he just shrugs off whoever the hell it was so the thing that i love about that is both like xavier hutchinson i don't he was a guy who was passed up to be a preseason all-american and he shrugs off the real priest a real preseason all-american riley moss is a preseason all-american cornerback and he makes him look like child's play get off me little boy and the amount of people i don't even i don't i haven't really even talked to very many hawkeye people there's the there's another play right there oh right there offensive pass interference that's all that's fuck pass. it was that's pass interference. shut up they, the fuck they it was they called the game. They called the same game for both teams. Now I'll say this: some of those calls were bullshit. Some of them weren't real. That that offsides and then unsportsmanlike conduct at the very end of the game. Yes. I mean, we they almost handed the game to the Hawkeyes. At there was that. no sideline warning at all in that game. There's no sideline warning. There was he was not offsides. That that no. was a strip sack fumble, us picking it up, winning the game. I didn't realize that last night while we were watching it, but watching the replay of that highlight today, it took me a minute to even place where in the game that happened. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, end. That's exactly it. At the end. And of course the sideline's gonna go nuts. They just thought yeah. we sealed the game. I mean, it's like the refs don't know what games they're 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 refing. Right. It's like they don't know that they're repping a rivalry game in which these t- like yeah. we're not play- playing Ohio. You got to remember, you got to remember some of the kids like Cartavius Norton, and Will McLaughlin, some of the kids that are pl- well, Cartavius didn't play in this game, but Will McLaughlin, Jacob Ibbing, all those guys who came to play like they hadn't won this game since they were 10. Right. And they, they, thought the de- they, they thought the defense just sealed it for them right then and there. The last and- time they saw us win this game was when they were in fourth grade. <laughs> they were in fourth grade the last time that we won this game. Fourth or fifth, I don't know, whatever. Fourth or fifth grade when we won this game. They went through middle school dealing with shit. They went through high school dealing with shit that the team that they root for and I don't know if they root for Iowa State or whatever. I know probably Will McLaughlin root for Iowa State. They had a deal with, ha, ha, Iowa State sucks. And then when they committed to this program, why would you go there? It's a Hawkeye State. Come on, dude. And then they finally they finally get that dub. They finally get that dub. Deckers mm-hmm. gets that dub. Deckers gets the dub. All those you in, like you saw immediately after the game when they actually won the damn thing. All those Iowa kids, all the kids from Iowa who are on Iowa State roster, um, running to that trophy. Yep. It was all the Iowa kids who got there first and picked up that trophy. Like the other guys didn't even know what to do. 
<laughs> All the guys out of state, they didn't know you're supposed to go run and grab the trophy. Yeah, you steal that shit from the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Like they didn't know because they'd never done it before. And we went and we grabbed that trophy. We carried that bitch around. We told those Hawkeyes, get off the fucking field. This is our field now. We should have planted a flag. We should have done all that. I don't care. All these people telling you, you're on sportsman life for young chirping and stuff. It's like, yeah, let's talk about you for a second. Oh, come on. It, see, that's the stuff. I, I, I think the whole COVID lockdown, everybody's staring at their phones and looking for something to get mad at. It, yeah. It has softened people's perspective and this is what makes rivalries fun you need yeah. to be allowed to let these guys chirp at the fans and vice versa like if i if i'm in a section in iowa wins and they come and steal the trophy right from in front of me you're damn right i'm gonna say something i probably is am gonna think is regrettable the next day mm-hmm. but i but i'm not gonna whine when they say something back yeah. like, that's part of the fun of it and I can understand if you have your kids there and you don't want your kids seeing that and whatever, but like, don't sit right real close. <laughs> All right. Well, take them. Yeah. Take them to yeah, a soccer that's game. Not, it's not a good environment. State place. It's not a kid friendly environment right there. But like, <laughs> man, when they, I think you'll come around to it. I could tell you're still a little bit upset that we didn't put them away. Who cares? We won. And, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm uh, there's definitely a segment of me that's just more relieved than happy. Mm-hmm. And and I just saw all of those opportunities to just take them to the cleaners. And I wanted that real bad. Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> In you you're probably expecting the big play just Xavier Hutchinson running it down the side of the field, breaking their hearts as he trots into the end zone. You're prob- you probably wanted that play. You probably wanted the Jirel off-tackle, taking it to the house type run that just just gets them right in the heart. The one that really gets them right in the heart, and they know it, they're probably coming around. They're, well, they're still making excuses, all those fans. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that's But they'll, it'll that. come around within like two weeks where they'll go, yeah, that drive that they had it, six inches away from their own end zone when last week we got two safeties on a team we got two safeties and we were expecting to get a safety i mean you saw all those fans giving the safety signal as we were trying to get it out of our ass trying to get it out of our end zone you saw them all giving the safety signal to like hey here comes the safety them seeing a 99 yard drive that took 12 minutes of game time if you had you could have five of those drives in a game. You could have five drives in a game, and the game would be over. Right. I mean, they saw us do a 99-yard, 12-minute drive, and they, they, they'll come around to going, that is what we have been trying to do for years, and we used to be able to do that, and now we can't, and I want that back. That's how we want to play football, and we don't have it right now. No, I, we, I, think, that's, I think that's exactly right. It mm-hmm. is it, well we've talked about this yesterday while we were watching the game was how much of Iowa's defense is down to their special teams putting him putting them in such great positions where offenses are hamstrung. I mean mm-hmm. it, it, and because when you watch that game yesterday, 
and I haven't watched it back and actually paid attention. I tried to a little bit, but things were happening today. We, we were able to move the ball fairly effectively against them all day long. Mm-hmm. All day. All day long. I mean, yes, we didn't get the, the breakaway play that is what gets you into those chunk yard moves and stuff like that. But uh, that, that one drive, uh, what was it? We did have a couple of back-to-back 20-something yard right. passes. But anyways, what I'm getting at is they were not some stifling defense that just murderers roll. You're lucky to get out or get one first down before you have to punt it right back to them. Like you saw South Dakota State struggle to do. I think that was exciting to see was – our offense playing against what's supposed to be a good defense. And I'm sure they are a good defense. Uh-huh. Hopefully they are. I guess that means good things for our team. I mean, we ran like 80 plays and they ran like 50. Their defense was kind of given up there. I mean, they, they, it, they weren't given up. They just, they probably were like super exhausted. That they might, knew have, that some, that might knew, have something to do with it too. They, well, they also knew that they, if they get their defense Back, if they get their offense back on the field, they're not going to do anything. And their defense would get off the field so quickly against teams like South Dakota State because they're pinned against their own end zone. They have limited things that they can do. So the defense knows what they're going to do, and they stop them. And they're just playing this punt game the whole time. <laughs> and the 99-yard drive may yeah. be the best drive in Iowa State history, better than the Fiesta Bowl one, better than – a couple other ones because we just we, we were talking about it we were talking about it for a month a lot of podcasts have been talking about it for a month you can't out iowa iowa i mean how many times have we heard that and we just did we just did i <laughs> we out iowa iowa on that drive i can't put i can't put this game on the same level as some of these other games that we've had in our in our life i can this this I feel this is a turning point. I feel that we just went we we play a lot of games in the Big 12. We we can win some messy games in the Big 12, but you don't have the games where you need you don't have to be perfect in the Big 12 to win a game. I mean, look at that TCU game where Brock Purdy gets ragdolled around and throws it behind him. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had that mistake, we had a couple other mistakes in that game and we still won. We were just we just were the better team. You can just be a better, more talented, uh, pretty disciplined team in the Big Twelve and win the games. You don't really have that much trickery or whatever in making sure that you have to be perfect. I mean, you have to be sure. perfect, Iowa. And we weren't perfect, and we still won. We still won. I this i think that this is a turning i think that drive was a turning point because we we were kind of questioning is our offensive line that good can we do this without Brees hall we knew that we knew that hunter deckers was good from last week we knew that Jirel was was pretty good can we run with these guys and really become a really good team you know what I wanna, you know what i want to see next weekend oh boy what i want to see some more of I want to see some more of Dimitri Stanley getting touches because I don't that? think he's I don't think he's found his fit 
with the team yet. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, they haven't connected. Um, yeah, he's caught the ball a few times, but I, I don't he's he's gotta be a better talent than what I've seen so far. And I think mm-hmm. some of that's just getting some getting some rhythm going. And this coming Saturday, perfect time for it, right before conference play. Mm-hmm. Let's, Me and Bill is confident. Let's let's target him. Target him. Uh, you can give the ball to Bitter too. <laughs> that that catch he Damn had right. with, with NFL style, both toes on the or both sets of toes on the ground, hugging that sideline that he had. Was he in? What's that? Was he in? Oh, he was fucking in. I I I, 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 I don't know whether he was or wasn't. I really don't. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, get up to the line, throw it, throw it, throw it. I, to be honest, I was probably too busy barking with Ben's dog. <laughs> it just seemed like every time we'd start hollering, his dog would get all worked up. Mm-hmm. Get, get. Get Aiden Bitter the ball. Aiden Bitter is a very, very good route runner. I mean, he he burned that guy with his routes. And he what is he, a guy. sophomore? He went to Deion Silas's high school, and he's a year older than Deion Silas. I think he's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah. Actually, I think he's a redshirt. If, if, including the COVID year, he's a redshirt freshman. So yeah, sure. yeah that's still a thing, isn't it? That's still a thing. That it, eligibility wise, if you count all that, he, he's he's um, I think he's Hunter Decker's this year. Yeah, Hunter Decker's is still like a redshirt freshman in terms of eligibility. It's so dumb. <laughs> now I don't think he's going to stay that long. I think he'll leave. I think he'll leave either after next year, maybe after this year, if he keeps it up. I think Jirel could leave after this year if he keeps it up. Like, I mean, Jirel looks really good. And I hope he has an NFL caliber season. Mm-hmm. That just means good things for us because I, I don't have I don't have concerns of our coaching staff being able to sniff out the next NFL ready running back. Yeah, I think I and think they might already be here. You know, they just I, haven't gotten the reps. I think that we have a couple NFL running backs in our backfield. I, I think that I think that Eli Sanders could turn into something. Um, I think that he needs to. I think he probably needs another year under his belt of getting comfortable and all that. I think he'll see playing time against Ohio. He definitely will. I think he'll see playing time in um, in conference play. The extremely he, he, limited snaps that Cartavius has gotten have looked good. Mm-hmm. I think from from he kind what what Eli kind of reminds me of is the beginning days of Brees when it was all kind of still coming together for him. Sure, he he looks a lot better than he did last year, but he's still he's still he's still it's still coming together. Um, colleges for him, which is fine. And well, I, that's I have why no, you got, that's why you got Jirel to. That's why I got Jirel. Guide him. Mm-hmm. And I think that. I like our receivers. I think we're going to be just fine with the receivers. Now we got to find someone to replace X because X is so freaking good. But yeah, well, I, I think that I think what we what we have right now is we have a damn good quarterback. We have a damn good running back. We have a damn good wide receiver. We have a good line, 
and we have a defense that can get them the ball back. Mm-hmm. What that what that sounds like to me is a ten win season, including the bowl game. Hey, I didn't even I didn't even mention. Uh, I know we've we've touched on Colby Reader with that mm-hmm. interception, but yeah, I was no. I, I was real happy with him He's last good. night. He's good. Definitely seemed a half step quicker to respond against Iowa than he did against SEMO. And so I think things are gelling with the team in general. You're just seeing mm-hmm. this collection of new bodies that we didn't have to deal with the last couple of years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, finding their place and things are coming together. Looking, you know, w- worrying about freshman, sophomore mistakes with these guys so far are proving to be similar mistakes to what our tenured juniors and seniors used to do once upon a time. And that's, that's kind of what I'm excited about for the guys that we're bringing in. We're in transfers. We're bringing in transfers that have a year or two left that have gotten some playing time. Demetri Stanley got some playing time in Colorado. MJ Anderson got some playing time at Minnesota. These aren't guys who are just taking a chance on because they're buried on a roster at a blue blood. These are guys who actually got playing time. They just wanted a different opportunity. Kobe Reader also was starting at Delaware. He started for multiple years. He just wanted to – he wants to get to the NFL. Yeah, we're putting him on the stage. It's just his we're job getting, finishes we have, the deal. We got guys who are proven somewhat. They've actually played. We have tape of them playing in an actual game. Mm-hmm. now we just need to make it translate for Iowa State, and we need to kind of train them up and teach them better because our coaches are better and get them out there and in a, in a position to succeed, in a better position than the, what they were at their last place. MJ Anderson had a really good game. I wasn't staring at Dimitri Stanley. I'm staring at where the ball's going <laughs> on offense. I'm not looking at anywhere else other than the ball. But Dimitri uh, – I, so I have no idea how Dimitri Stanley did, but Colby Reader and MJ Anderson looked really good yesterday. I mean, MJ Anderson on that one play was incredible. It's it's hard for me to to um, really pay much attention to receivers and defensive backs when we're watching on TV. Yeah, you're watching the ball. You you you. Well, they're they're outside of view. You can't even see what they're doing. That too is half of the thing. That too. But, I, yeah, exactly. Things are trending the right way. Does that mean that we're going to go undefeated because our, our overall team product is looking better than seasons before? No, of course not. I mean, but we're sure as hell in a better position than we were when we were excited to go to the inside bowl. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a couple of questions. Not the inside.com bowl. That was a good, that was a special year in 2000. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me ask you a couple questions. First question, who was your player of the game? Who did you say before, and who do you think it actually was? Um, before I was going with Will McDonald. Okay. I thought he was going to get more pressure on on uh, Petrus than he did. We he were did. sending him. We he, were sending him. He, he did bat that ball down. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he, did, he did get a fumble. Yeah, he did get a fumble. Would he, that he make him? Good. Would that I, make I, him player of the game? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't think he was the player. No, I, for, I for honestly me. think it was probably going to be Xavier Hutchinson. 
So I said Hunter Deckers. I thought Hunter Deckers would have to win it. I probably would give my two. I probably have two, and I would give it to Xavier Hutchinson. He's probably the actual one. The other guy would be Jirel. Yeah. Even though he fumbled it, I think Jirel punching that ball through the middle of the line, that was, I mean, we needed something, and he gave us a lot more than just something. Sure, yeah. Like, I I thought that he was just going to be running into a stone wall the entire game, but he he, – showed why everybody was buzzing about him in camp why everybody was saying oh he looks really good he's a step above where he has been is he Brees hall who knows we'll see when we play ohio and get into conference play but but back to back 100 plus yard games Mm -hmm. i mean he's, he's doing it getting 100 yards in that game is tough and he did it all right. Now, the other another question I have for you is: We're going to make the Big Twelve championship. Yeah. Like, I, I think I I do. We have the team. I I think we have as good of a shot as any of the other mm-hmm. top teams. That anybody who thinks that they've got a shot in this conference this year, we're in the same boat as all of them. Mm-hmm. There, there is no clear cut. Here we are. We're a guaranteed slot. Are we number one or are we number two? Who knows, but we're going to go. We might as well buy our tickets. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can honestly say that with a straight face right now, right. including Oklahoma. And yeah. so why, why the hell not us? I don't, I, I don't do see anybody on our system? schedule that scares me. Do you, have, do you think we have the guys? Do you think we have the players? I think so. Where I hesitate is we're relying a lot on Hutchinson in our passing attack. And so, I mean, we can did, Jalen, we did can the Jalen Knoll relieve him some can, that's why I'm, that's why I'm so interested in Dimitri Stanley. Um, I, I'm interested in him. I'm interested in the tight ends. Cause the last time, the last time we went to the championship was mm-hmm. we had a good quarterback. I think our quarterback now is better. Sorry, Purdy. Um, we had a damn good running back. Gyro is not Brees Hall yet. Sorry, Gyro. But you're a good quarter, you're a good running back. Probably will be in the NFL. You're not Brees Hall yet. I think that our wide receivers are better. I think that our tight ends haven't shown yet that they're Charlie Kolar and Chase Allen and Dylan Sainer. I think yeah. they're good. I don't think they're at that level yet. But our wide receivers are better. So that to me is kind of a wash, kind of. I like that we're I like that we're comfortable with having designed quarterback runs. I hate it. I don't think those work. Well, I, I like that we're comfortable with it. No. Well, they're not working yet. <laughs> I mean, literally, iron, like, out, iron out the kinks. Immediately, the defense sniffs it out. It's like, oh my gosh, they knew exactly what we were doing. Anyway. <laughs> I think our line, to be honest, I think our line is better than the championship year. I say it like championship year, like we won it. The year we went to the championship. That's all right. You don't, have to, is, you don't have to spell it out. I like the mm, championship year. It sounds better. I think, our, I think our defensive line is just as good, if not better. I think our linebackers are up, getting up there. 
I mean, yeah, it, you're not you, you're not being a jerk by saying that you yeah. think Mike Rose is better than any of our singular linebackers that we have. Yeah, but I think that that linebacker unit is just just up there, just on. I mean, if you're taking six guys rotating in and out, I think that we're we're and, right there. And and I how think. about that defensive secondary compared to the spot that Sheesh. common fan, common Iowa State fan in what was it January, February, March, when you were seeing all these names hitting the portal, hitting the portal, hitting the portal, hitting the portal. And you're hearing people say, what in the fuck is going on in that? What in the fuck is going on? And I'll spell it out right here. And I don't, and thank you for being a cyclone. I really appreciate it. We're cleaning house. I think uh, to, to very varying degrees, some of it might've just been guide knowing that he got his spot taken. People knew that Bo was coming in. He's a dog. People knew that Anthony Johnson is changing position and he's a dog. Mm-hmm. People knew, saw what Malik Verdon or Malik Verdon, going to screw that up for the end of time. Malik Verdon, a couple other dudes were, were coming in and they're dogs. And at the time, Craig McDonald was there and he was going to play too. Um, and Jade Morgan was going to pl- the Jordan Morgan, whatever his name is, um, was going to play. And they thought, oh, we got a two deep and I'm not in it. And so some of those guys just went sayonara. Same mm-hmm. thing with the linebackers. They saw who was coming in. They saw that Karsten Marshall was good. They saw that Miles Mendezun was good. They saw that other guys are going to come in and be dogs. And they're just like, okay, I got to find somewhere else. And good for them. Good for that. That's part. That's part of just the. That's part of the job. That's that's part of the new the new age. You mm-hmm. know, wide open transfer market. I mean, we were talking about this for the preview show. I have a friend who went to Illinois, uh, who a friend bro, friend's brother who went to Illinois to play quarterback. Year later, Juice Williams comes in. He gets the job. He plays forever. My my friend sits there for four years. Yep. Just sits on the bench, rides it, knowing but, he will never play. He knew he would never why, play. That's why the portal's there, though. The portal now. is there for that guy. Mm-hmm. Back in 2000, and, I don't know, 2007, 2008. No, he, he knew, like, okay, I'm never going to play. When, now, when your team could block in-conference transfers and you had to sit out a year and you w- wasted a – yeah, mm-hmm. all, all of that garbage – he could have transferred to NIU and been incredible and played. But, like, he that just wasn't a thing back then. Mm-hmm. Like, you were blacklisted if you transferred. Right. You had, you had to go down to the depths of college football in order to play. Because they just like, why would you transfer? We don't want that guy. He doesn't want to compete. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> And now it's looked at like, oh, yeah, we get it. Are you any good? And if you would have told me that, like, seeing all those guys transfer, I, I was kind of worried. We got some dogs. We yeah, got some dogs. Uh, yeah, they're, they're proven so far. I mean, two weeks in. Two weeks in. And one well, week we're right. playing against a quarterback who can't hit the broadside of a barn. But still. That, that's still that's still more of a this is still way more of a test than what most FBS programs do in their non-conference. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean they did not take very. Did they take any deep shots yesterday? 
Iowa. Yeah. I mean, they took a couple up the middle, like 20 yarders. They didn't take like a real deep one, though. I don't think he could. I don't think he really could. I mean, I know he can throw it that far. I've I've heard about the video a million and a half times about how he can throw it 80 miles an hour or 80 yards in the air or something like that. But I don't think he had the time or the receivers to do it. And that's I just too our, bad for them, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> not, my not my problem. my problem. I can't wait till they play Michigan. They're going to get boat raced at home. They're going to get oh. boat raced. Well, lucky for them, they play in the old Big 12 North. Big Ten, Big Ten West. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was, I was equating it to the old Big Twelve North, where it was a bunch oh. of. It's sure. Go ahead. Who wants to be the champion of that half of the conference? Because you're going to have to get your ass shellacked. Yeah. On the national stage, right after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Northwestern stinks. Illinois stinks. Wisconsin lost to Washington State. Yes. I mean, <laughs> what did Minnesota do? Are they the front runner now? I have no clue. I like, <laughs> Neither do any probably, of their fans. Probably Purdue, to be honest. It's probably Purdue, even though they're a game behind. Yeah. I still think they. I mean, they're. I think they're going to go through and clean clean up. You watch. I was going to win seven games, even with a terrible freaking team. A you terrible offense. Yeah, you you can. I mean, I, I, there are some good Hawkeye fans out there. There are, I've met a few. Where are they? I don't, I've never met. I've I've met a few of them. And just think, pretend for a second that, that, that Iowa's program is your program, right? Pretend Iowa State's got (laughs) Kirk and Brian. (laughs) And think about this. You're shelling out all that money. And you're committing your time to something that you truly love. And you have to watch that for the entirety of the season. Because I don't care who they trot out. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. It doesn't matter who's calling the plays. It's, nothing is going to change this season, even if Ferentz is gone. You know, for some wild reason, Kirk Ferentz finally just – Says, you know what? Fuck all of you. I'm just gonna go home and sit and ride my yacht. I mean, yeah, you're, you're nothing is going to change the season. So Joe Blow, the ticket holder, has to watch this <laughs> for that, the I next mean, that's, ten that's weeks. Always, that's always what I talk about, like how they always brag about how, like, oh, our tickets are much more expensive than yours are. Oh, we make so much money. I'm like, you're bragging about tickets to a game that is like watching paint dry. I mean, that I can understand paying $200 to go see an Alabama game when they were good or an Oklahoma game or whatever, because you know they're going to kick the shit out of whatever team and you're going to root and you're going to have a good night and whatnot. That game, like, I mean, you're struggling against South Dakota State. I mean, they (laughs) – I can't imagine having to pay to watch that garbage and watch your team just do nothing against an Iowa State team for 57 and a half minutes. Now, when we did our picks, I called it. I was going for an eight. I, I mean, you might be right. 
I let's look at their schedule because I mean we're just bullshitting around here right now. Yeah, they play, they play Nevada next week. Nevada's not anything special. They lost to they so so Nevada is two and one. Okay. Okay. They played New Mexico State, Texas State, and Incarnate Word. Okay, who do you think they lost to? Um, they beat Incarnate Word. They did not beat Incarnate Word. Oh no! They lost fifty-five to forty-one against Incarnate Word. That's Man, who Iowa plays next week. Incarnate Word shootout. <laughs> they lost they lost by double digits to incarnate word <laughs> so chalk that up for a bullshit iowa win next week i mean they might score that game might be a two to nothing game and <laughs> and then they play rutgers away i it, rutgers is two and oh mm-hmm. i don't think i mean rutgers beat boston college and they beat a wagner team bad then they play michigan at home that's gonna be a loss i was gonna say i have them beating rutgers for what it's worth rutgers is currently favored in in the computer metrics or whatever rutgers (laughs) is currently favored michigan's currently favored illinois is currently favored ohio state's currently favored these are the games in order let's go to northwestern I was favored. That's at home. Purdue, that's going to be Purdue. Yeah, that's Purdue big, isn't it? Um, Wisconsin, let's see. This is Iowa at home. Wisconsin is favored. Uh, let's go to Minnesota. Minnesota is favored. Let's go to Nebraska just for the case of it. So they're only favored for three more wins. So they are what they are looking at is they are looking at a four and eight season that Kevin predicted. No, I, they are know, looking at that by the computers. I, I know my Hawkeyes. Four and eight. <laughs> a four and 18. <laughs> You're going to brag to me about money and NIL and all your five stars and whatnot. And yep. this, that, and the other thing. And you're going to go four and eight. You better shut your pie hole. Well, shut your pie hole. All of these big time conferences, they do need somebody just to lose. Mm. Keep the blue bloods happy. If you go four and eight, I don't want to hear about money. If you go four and eight, I don't want to hear about your five stars. I don't want to hear about anything. You're well, four and, and eight. And, and, and for some reason, they found a way to uh, land a commitment out of a kid who didn't even watch <laughs> him play, apparently. No, he did watch him play. He thought, I could play at this team now. Well, that, that's probably Four star quarterback. Four that's star probably, quarterback. Yeah. He probably thought, I could play right now. And he is pretty good. I watched his tape. He's pretty good. But he probably thought, I could play right now. Um, right now. This guy kid sucks. He might get himself throttled when he comes to Ames. The thing about him, though, is he's a really good runner. He's really fast, really athletic. Like By, th- by then, we'll have the four-two-five in place. Hopefully. But... <laughs> The thing is, like, for him, though, like, he's a really fast runner, and any other school would be running him a lot. Is Iowa going to run him? Um, no, they're going to tell him to stand in the pocket. As you say, can he handle a power run? They're going to tell him to stand in the pocket, and the moment he gets out of the pocket, 
and actually gets sacked for like a five-yard loss, Kirk is going to tell him, hey, buddy, you stand in the pocket. That's how we play in this school. Well, you haven't – you weren't around when – I guess you would have been around Big Ten territory when Brad Banks was around, but – Oh, 20 years ago? 20 years ago? You think this man is going to change for a recruit? No. This man's not going away from Spencer Petrus. This dude's as rigid as they come. That's right. Well, I, anyway. I think – I think I think we're two and zero, working on three and zero. We're we're yeah, we're two and zero, working on three and zero. I think that's good enough for this podcast. Anyway, yeah, all all the all the good insights coming out of me like usual. I'm just exhausted. That game was exhausting. <laughs> the sense of relief that that was. I, <laughs> I there were all kinds of moans and groans and I mean, shouts coming been- out of my mouth. Just assuming that something bad was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, that gate when that punt, that kick went up and it came down and it hit double zeros. There was no cheering and hugging and going crazy and what. Well, I think we were, but after it, I could still feel like everybody's like, "Is it over? It's like, <laughs> is it over? <laughs> Fucking. We yes. didn't get a penalty. We didn't get a penalty. We didn't. This game's over. Are we sure? Okay. Okay, and then like 30, it took us like 30 minutes to finally go, hey, we won, didn't we? Awesome. <laughs> We're just like, how are we going to shoot ourselves in the foot 20 minutes after the game? What are they going to find out and make our drag our teams out there and make us try another field goal attempt or whatever? Anyway, I wouldn't be surprised if that ever happened. Anyway. Cyclone well, state. So it is a freaking cyclone state. And there's not if people say it's still a Hawkeye State, they can go, they can they send them my direction. I'll let them know. It's 10 to 7. That's the final score. It is a cyclone state. If anybody says otherwise, they can go. <sighs> I'm not gonna tell them what they can go. Well, they can just time. they can just wait till basketball season. Maybe wait that'll work better season. for them. Maybe their team, their pitiful team could try something against yeah, our may, maybe their our basketball team's team. got it figured out this year who knows no they don't they're not going to the <laughs> they're terrible when you look at their recruiting class they can't get anybody they're terrible yeah, they're gonna start I, gary barter better be careful for his job because he's gonna lose his basketball team and his football team like his the coaches because they're awful just terrible anyway I hate, I hate iowa it is a cyclone state. Let it be known. If anybody says otherwise, they can. The, the, they're just ignorant and dealing with PTSD and coping. So, all right. I think that's a good spot to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm ready for conference play now. I'm ready. Fast, fast forward me through Ohio. Let's go. Well, don't fail. I, I still enjoy the Ohio game, but I like. I like playing a team. I don't want them to be close, but I like playing. So anyway, all right. We'll see you guys later. Go Cyclones. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.